Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Luna Love of the Podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Araqual people of the Bundjalung Nation, and pays respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to Luna Lover, the podcast. I'm your host, Jordana Levine. This is the first bit of talking I'm doing for the day, and I'm feeling like my voice isn't quite there yet. I usually warm it up a bit, chatting to the barista, chatting to Poppy. Haven't spoken to anyone this morning, <laughs> so you're getting my fresh, fresh voice. In this episode, we're going to be exploring the fiery Sagittarius full moon. This is the first full moon that we've had since eclipse season that is not an eclipse, but it does have a rather eclipse-like energy to it. And that's because of a little conjunction that Jupiter, the planet that rules Sagittarius, is making with the North Node, which is where eclipses take place, right? So it does have a very eclipse flavor. But I'm going to talk about that in a little bit more detail further on in the episode. But first, let me tell you when this moon is taking place. The Sagittarius full moon will take place on Sunday, June 4, at 1.41pm in Sydney, 4.41am in London, Saturday, June 3rd, at 11.41pm in New York. And because I've just booked tickets to Spain, Sunday, June 4, at 5.41 a.m. in Menorca. There's been a lot going on astrologically and I'm personally feeling a little roughed up. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Between the eclipses and the last Mercury retrograde, I'm feeling a little apprehensive for any more of anything to sweep through. But this full moon is the perfect opportunity to release any residuals from the past couple of months and surrender to what any last little fragments of transformations are falling into place. A huge part of Sagittarius is its sense of belief. The mantra for Sagittarius is, in fact, I believe. But first, there is a quest to understand. When we go through upheaval, allow metamorphosis to take place and embrace transformation, often fragments of our beliefs shift and change too. We have a very different relationship with our faith. Sometimes it's stronger, other times it gets tested. Either way, it shifts us vibrationally. So my question to you is this, are your current beliefs a true representation of your present circumstance? And are they a reflection of a future that you desire for yourself? 
Our beliefs are incredibly powerful tools for manifestation, but too often they limit our present expression and our potential to create and manifest. I consciously check in with my beliefs anytime I've been through anything emotionally turbulent, even if it was high vibrational turbulence. Understanding the belief, why it's there, and if it's true and necessary can be incredibly insightful because a lot of the time you're going to come up against limiting beliefs. Sagittarius is the explorer and adventurer of the zodiac. And perhaps your life has felt like a roller coaster that you would like to get off. <laughs> see if you can look at that from a new perspective and see life as an adventure, as a wondrous exploration of both the ups and downs of everything that a full life has to offer. Sagittarius is all about experiential learning and every experience we have in this life teaches us something. It grants us a gift of understanding that we never have had the privilege of learning had the experience not taken place. Sagittarius is a fire sign, of course. It is a mutable fire sign, which means it's not as cardinal as, say, Aries fire or as fixed as Leo. It's a little more fluid. And the fire here is to put a fire in you, to illuminate your truth and authenticity, to hold a candle to your own potential. Now let's talk about what Jupiter has to do with any of this. Well, Jupiter rules Sagittarius. And when looking at the energy of a new or a full moon, it's helpful sometimes to check out what's happening with the signs planetary ruler. Jupiter, as you know, is currently in Taurus and it happens to be forming a conjunction with the North Node, which is also in Taurus, which is why it's causing a conjunction with it. Jord, um, the North Nodes, like I said before, are where eclipses take place, right? They've got that karmic energy to them. The karma, the forward acceleration, the destiny-fueled energy, right? So with Jupiter, the ruler of Sagittarius, where the moon is, conjuncting the North Node, it's bringing a similar energy because if you remember, Jupiter is an expander. The nodes are very karmic, like I said, and Jupiter and the North Node are in Taurus, which speaks of abundance, opportunity, and the gaining of wisdom. Taurus is all about the material. So this could be finances, possessions. It could also be around the physical body. It could be around beauty, but it is an expansion of something. It could even be an expansion of, of um, pleasure for you with Taurus. Anyway, all of this is just something to contemplate. This moon will reflect whatever theme Jupiter in Taurus is going to play out over the next year for you and your particular chart. And this week might give you a little bit of an insight into what kind of abundance, what kind of expansion, what kind of growth is in store for you. This is a little bit more advanced, but it might also be worth seeing if Jupiter is doing anything with your natal Jupiter, if that means nothing to you, absolutely let it go. Don't worry about it. But if you know what you're talking about with astrology, have a look if this transit Jupiter is playing around with your natal Jupiter at all. Mine is trining. So my natal Jupiter and transiting Jupiter are trining each other, which is quite a harmonious aspect. 
thank goodness. But have a look what it's doing in your chart. It might be conjunct, it could be opposite, could be squaring. If none of that means anything to you and it's going completely over your head, let it go, let it go, let it go. Um, it took me every ounce of effort not to sing Frozen then. Um, okay, what else can I tell you? Uh, well, look, in summary, <laughs> Jupiter expands stuff, right? So this moon isn't going to be a regular moon. Sorry, not with Jupiter and the North Node in play. You can, however, stick your crystals out. We haven't been able to do that with the eclipses, but under this full moon, I do give you permission because it's not an actual eclipse. So definitely stick your crystals out under the moonlight to cleanse them, to recharge them. If you want to take this even further, again, if this is a bit advanced, let it go. But you might want to check your natal chart. Have a look where Sagittarius falls, what house it falls in, in your natal chart. Also have a peek at where Taurus falls in your natal chart. This will give you a little insight into where all of this is going to be happening. If you want to be super, super, super specific, the moon is at 13 degrees Sagittarius when it's full and Jupiter will be at 4 degrees Taurus when it conjuncts the North Node. Um, the reason I'm telling you that is sometimes on your chart, signs will fall over two houses. So you want to have a look at where... 13 degrees Sagittarius is and 4 degrees Taurus is. All right, again, if that's too much, let it go. <laughs> All right, um, ways to work with the Sagittarius full moon. Open your mind. Yeah, Sagittarius is all about mind expansion and because it's ruled by Jupiter, expansion, 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 but mostly to the mind absorb new information, take the time to understand it and integrate it. And a very Sagittarius way of learning is to experience it. Yeah. Want to know how to garden? Get in the garden and work it out for yourself. <laughs> That's very Sagittarius. <laughs> Want to understand a new culture? Go and live there for a month. Or if you're just looking for something to do on Sunday, maybe just get out and experience something that you want to learn open your mind, look at things from new perspectives. Next thing is conserve your energy and reflect on what it is you truly believe, not what you've been taught to believe, hello, societal expectations, but what you truly, truly believe. Like I said, Sagittarius is all about belief and faith. And I think as we go through life, upheavals, obstacles, challenges, even successes, our beliefs shift and change and it's really important to keep checking in with them. And also making sure we're not just doing something because someone else holds a belief about it. The next thing is take yourself on an adventure and explore new terrain. Of course, Sagittarius is the adventurer, the explorer, you can do that locally. You don't have to hop on a flight to Spain like your humble host is. Uh, you can go on a bushwalk. You can go to a gallery or a museum. Just go on a little adventure, a little day trip. For Sagittarius, it is again about learning something. Now, you don't have to have that in mind, but every experience, every adventure, yeah, every time you take yourself outside of your comfort zone, you learn something. 
And then lastly, allow pivots to occur and trust that wherever you end up is exactly where you're meant to be. (laughs) It's so annoying when people say that, isn't it? But because this does have a little bit of an eclipse flavor, I shouldn't use that because it is not an eclipse. I repeat, it is not an eclipse, but because of the nodes, it's got a little bit of a karmic quality to it. Wherever you end up is where you're meant to be. I've had so many pivots just in the last month and I'm enjoying most of them. All of them, all of them. I'm enjoying all of them. Lastly, this is the moon to release and let go. It is a full moon. A fire ceremony would be incredible because it's a fire moon. What does a fire ceremony involve? Well, lighting a fire. Um, It's winter in the Southern Hemisphere. People are doing their outdoor fires, which is really fun. Um, But you could just do it on the gas stove if you wanted to. But the idea is, well, you can do whatever you want, whatever feels good. Again, there's no rule book. But I like to write down everything I want to release and let go on a piece of scrap paper. And then I throw it into the fire. If you would like to take part in a proper moon ceremony, you might like to consider becoming a Lunar Lover subscriber. If you subscribe to the Ascendant tier, you will receive the Sagittarius full moon circle that I guide you through. And that's dropping on Saturday for everybody. Um, If you want a bonus episode of the podcast this week, we walked through the astrology of the week and we also explored what it means to be born under a Mercury retrograde, a Venus retrograde or a Mars retrograde. Some interesting little things to take note of. If you would like to get that bonus episode, again, you need to become a subscriber. You can become a moon or an ascendant subscriber to receive the bonus episode. And then ascendant subscribers also get the Sagittarius full moon circle. If you would like to subscribe, all you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it on Instagram. You can tag me at Jordana Levine. You can tag Luna Lover at Luna double underscore lover. I had the Embodying Your Natal Chart workshop this week. It was incredible, except I forgot to press record. And then I had to record the exact same workshop the very next day. Oh my God. (laughs) What a week it's been. Anyway, part two of that workshop has just been announced. If you'd like to attend part two of that workshop, there is an early bird price until June 7. And the link for that is in the show notes of this episode. All right, my loves, it's been a pleasure. Oh, I'll be back next week with a very, very special birthday episode because it's somebody's birthday next week. I'm not going to say who it is, but it's your favorite Gemini. All right, my loves, I will see you next week. Until then, I'm Jordana Levine and you've been listening to Luna Lover, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.